broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE supplies power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, State Representative Mike Sparks is here. It is um, our bi-monthly conversation about uh, some things going on in North Rutherford County. Mike, uh, I guess uh, we've got... A lot of things to talk about. Today's the last day of early voting, so if you're going to vote early, yes. vote today. Uh, what is the saying? Vote early and often? So. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I want to say. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So uh, Election Day is uh, next Tuesday, and you know we went from what in the primaries having maybe the longest ballot we've had in a long time, if not ever, one of the longest especially, to one of the shortest Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been out there at the polls a little bit and, um, a lot of folks out there working early voting and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of turnout. It sounds like, you know, it was interesting. I talked to, um, I wonder why that it is well in, in terms of the turnout, because, uh, there's not, there aren't really a lot of hotly contested races on the ballot. It doesn't seem. Yeah. And, and the amendments, I don't know that a lot of people under, so I'm, I'm wondering what the turnout is, is all about. Well, I talked to, called Tim Rudd today. Tim, I kind of look at Tim as the guru. Tim and Alan Farley are kind of the experts. At least I, I view it that way. I don't follow, I don't follow these issues as much as Tim would or, or, or Alan would. So I was kind of curious what's going on in other areas. They say Montgomery County, the turnout's really low, mm. but then I think Murray County, Turnout's really high, and that may be well. There's a congressional race yes, there. Andy Ogles, yeah, uh, there, and um, that's highly contested race there. Uh, locally, you know, I think a lot of folks are disgruntled, and I think they want to push back. Um, you know, not being partisan, but I think we'll have a, a a red wave here in in Tennessee. Well, I mean, but we expect that. In Tennessee, just yes. just the way. Well, I think a little bit more. I think it's. Okay. I think people are more motivated because they're worried about fuel. They're worried about where the country's going, and they're worried about crime. So you think that's drugs. what has you know? I think so. Despite let's just take Rutherford County. I yeah. mean, you've got uh, incumbent Republicans uh, in, in all the state house races. You've got a new state house race. Uh, yes. You know, with a with a new district, but um, I mean, in in a heavily Republican area, you would think well. Why are people coming in? You yeah. know, why, why are there, there's just really not a, ho- a lot of hot button issues, but I guess it's following nationally the big midterms. In some places, they are hotly contested. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, Spencer Hahn, son of um, Asbury, Freddie Hahn, my former coworker at Nissan's, join us. How you doing? I'm doing good. And did you speed on the way up here? I, I don't think I want to answer that. <laughs> you take the plea the fifth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of importance of voting, voting and voting for uh, our veterans, you know he lost his dad in Iraq. How were you when your dad passed? Four or five. Four or five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he joined us. You've been on the station a couple times up here, haven't you? I have. I thought you had. You know. Um, but I think people are motivated. I think people are upset about the border. Uh, when we've got a survey we we put out, like we 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 try to get a survey out there annually, and um, man, illegal immigration is a top issue. 
Is it the top, or is it, it inflation and economy? Well, I mean, the crime, inflation, those are top issues, too. But the feedback we're getting, mm-hmm. um, and it could be a little skewed, skewed. When you look at surveys and polling, you know, you've got, like, with polling, you, a lot of times landlines, a lot of folks aren't using landlines. But, but right. my survey goes to people's residence. And mo- most time it's the older people, in my opinion, that's going to be returning the survey. You know, taking the time to, to fill out the form and write their names down, share their concerns. I think that's a little older. Uh, and I haven't pulled that data to make sure, but I would – because they don't put their, their, ad, you know, their, their ages on there. But it's illegal immigration. I mean, you look at the fentanyl crisis is through the roof. Uh, folks dying from that. I mean, that's a that's a war within our own country right now. And is that coming from China? Where is that coming from? I mean, it's like it's being purposely uh, pushed out here on our young people. And many of those are, are military age folks, and we're losing a lot of them. Yeah. I had a conversation with someone yesterday that you and I both know um, talking about their husband's family member who passed away from a drug overdose and the autopsy results were it was 100 percent fentanyl wow and that's and and they died and so i mean is there going to be any recourse of of the person that sold it that's exactly what she was asking you know it's like does something happen here you know um they know who sold the drugs to the person so well that's that's where it gets into let's fund law enforcement let's fund those detectives that's going to go investigate that to, to eradicate that um and folks like that, I mean, if you're selling a drug that's going to kill people, I, I'm not a big first. I'm not a big uh, um, capital punishment person, but man, I say, I say, just execute them. I mean, if it's this bad, or you know, it's like bringing a, I mean, a, a, a mass destruction. That's a weapon of mass destruction. My friend Michael Carnes, who's a filmmaker that's been on the air with us a few times, he's working on a, on a. Um, like a PSA documentary about um, the impact of uh, fentanyl on society. Uh, Commissioner Marie Williams was in my office three weeks ago, and we're meeting with Michael to find out what else can we do to get the message out. Michael's working on it. I'm hoping he's going to be able to find some funding to help him with it. But um, this is probably the first time you've ever heard me talk about uh, executing folks. But when they're doing this, then, you know, have a trial have the evidence start start i mean that's what we're going to have to do to start combating this problem in my opinion not just let them off the hook and you know give them a few years if if they're selling a product that's going to kill people then um let's be harsh on them. it should be considered not a drug crime but uh, a murder crime yes exactly um and i think law enforcement is doing what they can do you know i've got a relative that's undercover and he's fighting this stuff down in um south america and even in our in our country each and every day um and we're just being overrun with this stuff and when you've got how what's the latest estimate of how many illegals have crossed the border gosh it was something like two million this year wasn't it or something like that yes and i know a lot of those folks are, are leaving poverty and they seek a better life i understand that you know i'm i'm half immigrant my mother's from from scotland but she came over here legally you know after meeting my father uh, after world war ii but um uh, it, it's sad, you know. I, I I don't know if I told you I lost a loved one last year. I haven't ever talked about it. I haven't even told my mother. My mother's asked, "Hey, how's so and so?" I've had a lie to my mom. Man, mm-hmm. that's rough. You ever had a lie to your mom? I mean, that's rough. I said, "Mom, I, you know, you, you know, he always made bad decisions." I mean, I haven't told her that he's passed away. 
and I've never, this is the first time I've shared this publicly, but when you feel pain and you see that kind of stuff, it, it, it puts a lot of uh, passion and, you know, where you really want to make an impact is to save the next generation. That could be Spencer. That could be one of your friends. How old are you? 21. 21. I mean, have you known anybody passed away from drug addiction yet? Not yet. And not yet. Not yet. I've, I've met those folks. I mean, it's, it's affecting our, I mean, it's affecting these young people, man. Yeah. Well, definitely uh, some hot button issues. And uh, again, today's the last day to, to vote early. And if you want to uh, cast your vote on Election Day, that's, of course, next Tuesday. Next Friday, a week from tomorrow, is uh, Veterans Day. And that kind of ties into, um, um, I, I think, some of the other topics that you'd like to kind of chat about this morning. Yeah. What else you want to get into? Well, I mean, uh, you got Spencer here. So. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I trained his dad in Iraq and. Uh, I mean, I trained his dad at Nissan, and then he was later sent to Iraq. But um, you know, we done say, "Wow, I learned something yeah, new." About well, you <laughs> we done the same job. I mean, you know, one reason I care about Spencer and 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 you know those issues is because I you know I trained Freddie. I was I think twenty nine and doing the same job. I was going day shift at Nissan, and um, uh, and then later I went to I left and started my own business. And he come by my car business, and he said, uh, "Mike, I, I've been deployed to Iraq, and my mother was there. My mom's very very spiritual." And my mom said, son, you mind if I pray with you? And my mom prayed with him. And um, and sadly, he lost his life in Iraq. Probably, I'm going to say six months to eight months after he bought that GMC. And then the cool thing about it, even though he lost his life, he still left a legacy. Um, y'all still got the GMC. We do. Don't you today? We still have the GMC. You know, I hope you don't ever sell it. No. I don't think he'll sell it. No. Um, but... Uh, his dad was a great, just a good guy, man. Cause he, I, I tell you what touched me is when I was at his funeral, um, why was it Freddie's funeral? Cause we knew him by Freddie. We didn't know him by Asbury. We didn't know him by Sergeant Hahn. I tell you what got to me is at that funeral at that Methodist church over in Smyrna, when they started calling out all the awards that guy won, hmm. all the accommodations. I mean, just, I mean, it was um, all the accolades that he was awarded at, during his service. He never talked about none of that stuff. Never said a word when we worked together. Never said a word. But, um, you know, we ended up getting a road named after him right in front of Nissan. Um, and I talk about strange coincidences, God, God wink moments. It truly was one. His grandfather claims he's seen an apparition the night before he got the knock on the door from the military. And um, he went and told us, Told your grandmother you lost your grandmother. What February? Yes. Yeah, lost his, lost his grandma. She was a real. She was a fighter, wasn't she? She really was. Man, she was cool. But he claims seeing an apparition, and then the next day they got that knock on the door from the military. Mm -hmm. um, but I had reached out to a guy in Smyrna to name a road after him. He acted like he would, and then about two months later, he 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 changed his mind, and I was like pissed and hurt. You ever been pissed and hurt? Well, sure. Okay. I was pissed and hurt. I was in front of Kroger on Samberley Parkway, and I happened to call Russ Goodrow in Smyrna. It was right after that conversation. The guy says, oh, he changed his mind. I'm going to do it. Named after a granddaughter. And I called Russ Goodrow. Russ said, you know, Mike, it's just so It's just very coincidental that you're calling me about this because I said, hey, I want to recognize his dad. And um, he said, you know, the, the, the guys that own the land in front of Nissan, that 80 acres, didn't know what to name the two roads. They were in here the other day. All right. So the largest investment 
to the town of Smyrna, other than Nissan, is the $40 million Nissan T-Cat on Sergeant Asbury Han Way and Specialist Raymond Mitchell, who was a young 21-year-old that was shot by a sniper in Iraq. And I heard he was just handing a kid a bottle of water, and a sniper killed him. But, um, but that's what I was talking about. The, a lot of times a door gets shut, and then guys got a better plan for a, for a bigger door to get open. So um, uh, he was a believer. In fact, I'm looking at a picture of you. you. How old are you in this photo right here? And that photo is on my Facebook page under Michael Sparks. How old are you, four? Probably so. You remember that? Probably four. You don't remember that, though, do you? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie's holding him. And um, when that was, I guess, about before he was being deployed. Yeah, it was before yeah. he was being deployed. So now you're, you said you were 21 and you were four when he passed away. So there are probably few memories that you have. Um, very, very few. I can yeah. count them on my hands. You were just so young. Yes. Yeah. So, but what does it mean to, you know, have someone like Mike and, and the road named after him and, and just people who want to keep your dad's name out there? Um, as as one of our veteran heroes it means so much to me and my family um i will tell people this is that just over the years i've gotten in contact from uh fellow soldiers that sold with my dad who have reached back out to me has got me photos just here recently like not even four years ago we finally got his photos from iraq mm. Um, I can thank General Major Holmes for that. Yeah, Jeff Holmes. Jeff right Holmes. out of here at Las Casas is where Jeff's from. Yeah. You know? um, we got Reed. Um, I don't know what his ranking is. Who was that? Reed. Oh, Jimmy Reed. Jimmy oh, yeah, Reed. He's, big, he's big time now. Yeah, he he's is big, big colonel time. now. Jimmy and I hung out in school together. He drove an old Jeep, you mm. know. Uh, but anyways, um, there's, good, good guy. Yeah, there's plenty more that just keep reaching out to me like, hey, how are you doing? Daryl Mackin. Daryl Mackin's one of them, yeah. You want to tell them about Daryl Mackin, why that's important? Well, that's a Soldier's Child Foundation, yeah. So, a Soldier's Child Foundation is a foundation I am a part of, still, even though I'm 21, um, that you age out at 18. But what he has done, he's taken everyone that's aged out and bringing them back into the program as a mentor for the kids who have lost so the kids will always have someone who understands and is always there for them. Um, actually, just here recently, he started a new program. I don't know if he would like me speaking about it or not, but it will give us a way to contact the kids more often Yeah, and keep up with them. Yes. Well, the, the cool thing, I had um, Wendy Lloyd. They've got the big Jeep event, you know, this weekend. Um, this weekend? Yeah, it's... Uh, we did it last year. She did it last year. We had more Jeeps, I bet you, in Rutherford County since Patton doing, was doing maneuvers in, what, the Wilson County area, Rutherford County yeah. area. And um, it's this weekend at um, at uh, uh, Sharp Springs Park. Um, but what was cool, She had, I run a bill for a soldier's child to do a license plate. I know I've shared it with you. And um, Daryl didn't, with all due respect to Daryl, Daryl just didn't sell. You got to go pre-sell a thousand plates. That's a that's a Herculean effort to sell a thousand license plates, and and you know pre-sell them thirty-five dollars a pop, I believe it is. So Wendy contacted me last year, and Wendy wanted to do a Jeep license plate. Mm-hmm. It's got a Jeep in the background, and then it's got like a mountainside. 
They've got a big Jeep club, and they do a lot of great things in the community and across the state of Tennessee as well. And it's going to be called Explore Tennessee, and she decided to make the proceeds go to a soldier's child. And I think she, I was with her at Embassy Suite. She wrote a check. I was sitting there with her. She wrote a check, I think, for $22,000 to help a soldier's child. Then what she's going to do, now she's going to, well, I'm going to run the bill for a soldier's child. We have to run it again to get them the license plate. She's going to go pre-sell a soldier's child 1,000 license plates. I mean, it's, it's really, that's why I call it a God thing. It's really extremely coincidental. And so then they'll have. And both of them are from, both people from Smyrna now. Yeah, right. You know, but then both license plates would benefit a soldier. Child. Amen. Yeah. And uh, hats off to Brian Hercules. I think Brian Brian attended last year. I think Mary Esther Reed is going to be Mayor Reed, Mark Atkins, uh, maybe Jerry Short, and the rest of the council. Yeah. Um, they're going to be out there at the Jeep event. Well, gosh, our time's gotten away here today, but um, cool conversation. Appreciate you being yeah, thank in. Thank you, Brian Spencer. Appreciate you coming up. Thank you. All right. Uh, I think Smyrna PD's out waiting on you, but that's okay. I'm just <laughs> yes. kidding. That's going to do it here for the show. Thanks for joining us here on uh, Rutherford Issues. Don't forget our podcast online at WGNSRadio.com.